This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Henry's been in earlier all week for JD between 3 and 6. Steve Thompson in for Henry Lake tonight. Chris Tubbs alongside. Twins win again Beat the A 6-4, uh, guarantee a win in the series and go for the sweep tomorrow with Sonny Gray on the mound. 11.30 pregame, first pitch, 12-10. We'll have a little bit more on that and Sonny Gray's final tune-up in a bit. What I'm wondering, three-hour ball game tonight, and we were raving early in the year, pace, play, and these games are moving along. The last two against Oakland, and I get it, they're a bad team. Pitchers don't know what they're doing. Guys at the plate don't know what they're doing. I I love Danny's comments last couple of nights uh, with Chris in their post-game visit on the download. You know, really ripping the A's and this lineup that they're trotting out there. I mean, these guys, for the most part, are minor leaguers in reality, and that contributes. But, But there were times where it's like, is there a pitch clock malfunction? Why is this taking so long? Uh, Three-hour game. Twins win those 6-4. to four. They come back to do it. We'll have some highlights on that. You, you heard those uh, a moment ago, and we'll re- recap some of those before we say good night tonight. I want to start with the weather and how great it was at Target Field. Great night for a ball game. I mean, this is the kind of weather you dream about late in the season, and and I think as we move toward the playoffs, and by the way, I took a look at the weather because we're, we're getting to the point now where it's like, all right, on to Colorado, finish the season, get back, open the playoffs Tuesday, and it would be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, if necessary, at Target Field. Now, I know we're still about a week out, and it's a little early, but Tuesday here in the Twin Cities, sunny 83 and a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms. Now, things can change, but if you get a day game, phenomenal. If you get a night game, even better, because as you know in these parts, you get into late September, early October, it can be a real roll of the dice There can be some great days, and there can be some ugly days. But the early trend for the weather at Target Field looks good. And that's huge, Chris Tubbs, because 
Uh, big crowds expected. Twins in the postseason again. And weather is a huge part of it. And it looks, mm-hmm. for now, like it's going to be good. I really hope you're right because we get the daily forecast from Paul Douglas, chief meteorologist yep. here. And I'm like, I, you know, it's like, okay, partly sunny skies with a straight thunderstorm moving in. Well, you know the Twins are going to be playing the early game because the Yankees are going to have the, the prime time. Oh wait, oh, never, yeah. never mind. Yeah. Never, never mind. Well, the twin, the twin, yeah, the twins are still going to be buried in the worst time slot, so they're going to be playing earlier on in the day. And I mean, I rightfully so. I, I mean, I'm not bitter about it, but let's just call it what it is. They're going to be in one of those early windows. So as long as whatever is going to be moving in is moving in, maybe you know, early evening. I would say that 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 should be just fine. Yeah, and we're only talking a 20% chance at this point. I know it's a long way out. Oh, it's Minnesota. The weather can change. Wait five minutes. But but, as Paul Douglas has said over the years, there is a mild bias uh, in the forecast, Even, even a warm bias with 80s. There's a lot of fretting about the marathon uh, this weekend, and you know, runners be careful. But 80s Saturday, 80s Sunday, 80s Monday, and we're still expecting 80s on Tuesday. So, weather great tonight, and it looks like uh, the weather is going to be pretty darn good as we exit September and head into October. And we know complete roll of the dice in these parts on the weather, but that is certainly a positive. Another one I want to get into. And by the way, you're welcome to join us. Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line 651-461-9226. And that is Max Kepler. Four oh, hits man. tonight. Um, this guy early in the year was terrible. And there was a lot of talk. And there was a lot of talk when I brought up the home nine. Uh, I, I'm sure you and Lake got into it. Here on the program. Well, well. I mean, you, you, you kind of had to. I mean, Max yeah. Kepler was just, he was terrible. I mean, you you wanted him jettisoned back to Germany. Like, you didn't even want him anywhere in the organization because he, he's he, playing so awful. Yeah, he, he was one of those guys who was Max Kepler DFA, designated for his assignment. Yeah. I mean, I, that, yeah. that's the way it was trending. And I felt like a move like that was going to be imminent with Max Kepler, even though they owed him money and all of that, that they were getting to the point with Kepler that they should have, if they listened to the fans, moved on, but they didn't. So Derek Falvey, Thad Levine, Rocco Baldelli, everybody involved in the decision-making process, um, and, and we have no idea if it was ever discussed, what do you do with Max Kepler? They kept running him out there. They they hung in there. They hung in there. And now he is a huge part of this lineup. And once again, we'll bring it up again. You don't know what you're going to get from Correa, Lewis, and Buxton in the postseason at this point. We just have no no idea. Yeah, Kepler is as hot as anybody in that lineup right now. But let, let me say this, too, about Max Kepler. And I made this note when we saw Trevor Larnick's double in the bottom of the eighth inning and the way that Ruiz played that ball, 
I think with that overhang in right field, I think we need to appreciate how good Max Kepler is defensively in right field. Like he is not a liability defensively in what I mean, he makes it look so easy, but then you see other outfielders play and and they just can't get the nuances down. So I feel like that's also another reason why we need to tip our hat to Max Kepler. Yeah, for sure. I mean, going from a spot where you you could make a strong argument for him being designated for assignment, where they're just going to say, all right, Max, here's your money, Mm bye-bye, and another club would probably roll the dice and take on Max Kepler. But instead, they stayed the course, and it's really paid dividends, and you got to feel good. And I know they don't give comeback player of the year awards to guys that played the entire year, but if there was, like, coming back from the brink during the season, this guy was it. I, you know, there's no doubt. And and I think people were right to be critical of Kepler and, and what he was doing at the plate, et cetera. So kudos to him for turning it around in a big four-for-four four, four night tonight. Good to see you. Happy for a guy that uh, pulls it out of the fire, so to speak. When we come back, we'll, we'll get into the pitching. And Pablo Lopez made his final regular season start. He he didn't go deep into the ball game. Didn't throw a ton of pitches. Uh, did well. It, it wasn't it wasn't spectacular, but it was about what I expected tonight in kind of a tune up for the postseason. And we'll get into some of the other guys, including what about Dallas Keuchel? We'll we'll get into that in a moment. It is final pitch. Steve, Chris. Here, following a Twins win over the A's, final night home regular season game, matinee tomorrow. Our lineup card beginning at 1130 here on News Talk. E3O, WCCO. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Twins win, beat the A's, and now they go for the sweep of the A's in the final home game of the regular season. Then it's on to Colorado, of course, over the weekend before they open the playoffs at home on Tuesday. Opponent, game time to be determined. But uh, early blush, it looks like it'll be a warm day here in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis. St. Paul, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms. As a matter of fact, unseasonably warm uh, at Target Field uh, for that one. Uh, Twins get the W. Pablo Lopez started, and he will be the game one starter, the way it shakes out. Went four and a third, five hits, three runs, all of those earned, struck out six, walked one. I'm not worried one bit. 
Um, it was going to be one of those where you go out. In a way, with the approach with the starters, it felt like a late spring training start to me where we're going to probably see the same thing out of Sunny Gray tomorrow where it's go out, work on your pitches, uh, get a feel for it, and then get out of there. Getting the win, getting the decision, um, other than just work on a few things and then get out of there. Uh, whether you win or lose, not particularly important. I know they're competitors, but that's what it felt like to me is just get your work in kind of like almost a bullpen, but it's in live game action. And I, Chris, I don't know about you, but I don't take anything away from the start. I don't take anything away from the ball game, uh, other than the fact that it's fine. Uh, not worried at all. I, I don't draw any conclusions from what we saw tonight out of Pablo Lopez, the fact that he gave up uh, three earned runs to the A's in four and a third. Doesn't bother me a bit. No, not at all. Me me either. And uh, I I think if if that first inning would have continued the the way that it was, because I think he threw like, oh, what do you throw, like 30, uh, threw 23 pitches, which for him, I mean, they got a leadoff walk and then a single. Then he got back-to-back strikeouts. And then, you know, Pablo got into a little bit of a rhythm, and then, you know, the fifth inning happened. You knew that he was not going to get to a point where there were going to be any of these stressful innings. So, and, you know, Rocco said before the game that he might go three to five. So this was the plan all along. I mean, yep. what, what is it? To, how much can you really take out of it when Duran is coming in in the seventh inning? Like th- this, I, I think to liken it to a spring training game is very accurate because these are guys just wanting to get their work in. That's all this was. Yeah, absolutely. So it it had that spring training feel as far as how they use pitchers, the work they got in, et cetera. And I know they're competitive. Ultimately, they don't want to lose to the A's. They send the A's down to a loss number 110 uh, tonight at Target Field. So all in all, not concerned. But there is a pitcher that appeared. You had Thielbar, Pagan, Duran, uh, Keichel appeared, and then Jax. Dallas Keichel. Is there a fit in the postseason because he is left-handed and he is a vet? You, you think of all the guys. They have Chris Paddock. He appeared last mm-hmm. night. Uh, yeah, Brock Stewart, who has been huge for this team, coming back last night. Threw it really well last night. You're, you're starting to see... A lot of arms here, and what do you do? Does Dallas Keuchel fit somewhere in that postseason bullpen? I, I don't know if there's a spot for him right now. If, if you're going to activate Brock Stewart and um, uh, Paddock. Uh, Chris Paddock, yeah, and you've got Louis Varlin there, you've right. got, and, and Kenta Maeda, like you've got all of these right-handers, which. You're gonna. You would need ideally more well, left-handed. And, and pitching. you got another guy, Bailey Ober, who pitched pretty well. I mean, you know, you, you start adding up the arms. It's kind of like okay, you know, you're gonna need left. Yeah, well, yeah, and and the thing is, like, where would you use Dallas Keuchel? Like, where would you use him? Because you've got your left-handed specialist in Caleb Thielbar. And for a three-game series, I would say if you're gonna go position player heavy. If you've got more, you know, guys in the bullpen that can throw, you know, anywhere from two to three to four innings, then I would say you wouldn't need a guy like Keiko and maybe maybe even Bailey Ober for the first round. But I mean, let's see if you can get past that first round and then see, you know, depending on how things shake out. But I, in the first round, I, 
I just I don't I don't see it right now, especially if you're going to have you know three starters that you're already going to move into the bullpen. Yeah, and this this to me is another good story. We talked about Max Kepler early in the program. I I really like this story, in in the fact that here's a guy in the big leagues made some money in the big leagues, and then was in AAA and with the Saints and was kind of on the brink of leaving town trying to find a major league job somewhere, and lo and behold, he got an opportunity with the Twins. So even even if he doesn't make that next step into the postseason, you, you got to tip your cap to this guy for hanging in there. And really, I, I think did a really nice job and, and filled a void uh, for the Minnesota Twins this year. So if Keuchel doesn't uh, pitch much more or certainly pitch in the postseason, uh, pretty good stuff. All right, Kelly. Uh, Kelly from Maple Grove joins us on the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line. Kelly, what do you got? So, yeah, when you were just talking about um, uh, Max Kepler, Dad told me that he was, you know, thinking up the whole junction in the um, – in in the in the in the beginning of the season, and he was oh. only batting at like what one twenty or two twenty, and yeah, now it was well under like, two hundred. Yeah. yeah, and now he's like like shot up like a a rocket. Yeah, it is a great and and Kelly, thanks for for calling in. It is a great story. There there is no doubt about it. Max Kepler's turnaround from where he was earlier this season to a four hit night tonight and a key guy in the middle of that Twins lineup. And I, I think it was one of those things where it's like, he, he is a valuable outfielder. I, I think, Chris, you illustrated it. You, you don't you don't feel bad at all about having Max Kepler out in right field uh, for the Minnesota Twins. It was what he was doing with the bat earlier, and that's why the comeback story, the turnaround, is, is really a feel-good story. Happy for the guy. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, a lot of Max Kepler jerseys when you go out to Target Field. So it is, and Kelly, thanks again uh, for the call. By the way, it's still time on the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line, 651-461-9226. Twins win BTAs. They uh, clinch a series win, go for the sweep tomorrow, the final 6-4 here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. It is final pitch. Twins win, beat the A's 6-4. Highlights in a moment. Uh, sneak peek at tomorrow, final game of the three-game set, final home game of the regular season. It is a matinee. And, of course, we'll be on the air at 11.30 with an early lineup card. First pitch at 12.10, and the weather looks like it's going to be great. Maybe sneak out of work. Um, kids need to go to school. But uh, it, people... Uh, Want to sneak out of work? That's okay, but the kids they got to go to school. Uh, no, no doubt about that. Uh, Medina against Gray. Uh, Gray probably uh, will get some work in and then get out of there and turn it over to the bullpen before they jump on a plane and head for Colorado and wrap it up with the Rockies and they're struggling. I think they dropped game number one hundred yesterday. Uh, Colorado fifty-seven and one hundred at the moment. So uh, let's get into the highlights from the ball game tonight. Kind of a seesaw battle early. Uh, first run to the Twins, Eddie Julian in the first. As Julian hammers to right field and deep, back it goes, deep it goes, and that ball is gone. 
Leadoff home run, Eddie Julian, and the first pitch he sees from the rookie. Estes and Julian finds the dock in right, and the Twins on one pitch have a 1-0 lead here at Target Field. And when I grow up, I want to be Corey Provis. All right, on to the second. Kyle Farmer, who's been an important veteran find for the Twins this year. Uh, he gave the Twins a 2-0 lead. Castro at second. Twins by one and the 3-1. Lifted to right field, shallow near the line. Here comes Brown. He will dive, and Brown will not hang out of the ball. It's in play. Castro will score. Farmer ends up at second base, and it's a 2-0 Twins lead. But the A's battle back, trying to avoid loss number 110 on the season. Brent Rooker, former twin, he had an RBI in the fifth. And 3-2, fisted into shallow right field. Kepler coming on. He won't get there. It's going to fall. One run in. Here comes the second run. He scores, and now it is to 4-2 A's. And the resilient twins battle back in the sixth. Here's a big... Big spot in the ballgame as the Twins tie it up. Hit high in the air, left field, get up. Get up. Get up and out of here. Jeffers has tied it up on an 0-2 breaking ball. Got all of that off the ribbon board up there. An home run porch. 4-4 tie. Yeah, how about that? And then, Chris Tubbs, this is your uh, big play of the game coming in the top of the eighth. A pretty good base stealer got caught. He goes, pitch inside, throw to second base, is going to be in time to get him. Great throw from Vasquez. Julian caught it, and Asturi Ruiz is thrown out at second base. Yeah, Chris Tubbs, play of the game. On to the bottom of the eight, Trevor Larnick gave the Twins the lead, and it turned out to be the game winner. Stevenson leads, stays, and the 1-1 pitch. A high fly ball, right field deep. Going back, Ruiz, he will be at the wall. Jumps up, it's in play. It's off the wall. Now hits the body of Ruiz. It's on the warning track. Stevenson rounding third. He will head home, and he will score standing. And Trevor Larnick puts the Twins on top. It's a go-ahead RBI double to right. Twins take a 5-4 lead. And go on to win it 6-4 at Target Field tonight, claim the series, go for the sweep tomorrow in a matinee. On to the post-game sound. The manager, Rocco Baldelli, talked about uh, what a great team win it was. It's always, always what you want to see from your players. You know, we we kind of battled their starter a little bit. Um, he pitched well, uh, and we could, really couldn't get too much going on, but... Um, we stayed at it. We we got to different guys at different points in the game. We had a you know a couple big swings, and the guys went out there and, and did their their jobs. The bullpen was good. Pablo gave us kind of what we were looking for. It was going to be a shorter start from him. Um, I think he I think he threw the ball fine. There were, there was some softer contact that fell, but overall did uh, did a fine job. And uh, I, honestly, it was a pretty good day today. And we had to you know kind of buckle down and get some things done. But it was a good day. Yeah, nobody should fret about four and a third out of Pablo Lopez, the uh, presumed game one starter for the Twins in the playoffs. The manager talked about that plan, short start. The outing was going to be a short outing, uh, one way or the other. Um, it, it really had very little to do with situation at all in the game. Um, he ended the fourth inning 
probably right on the fringe of where we were planning on sending him out to pitch. In this instance, I had a good conversation with Pablo during the game. He wanted to get the fifth up and to go out there for the fifth. He knew he only really was going to have eight to ten pitches to, to work with in that inning, and that it was going to be, uh, whether it was one hitter or two hitters or three hitters, um, that's kind of what he was working with. He knew that. He very well understood that. And he, he actually took it as a challenge to uh, try to be as efficient as he could and be in the strike zone the whole inning and try to get through the inning on a few pitches. So uh, it worked out fine, and then we got our bullpen in there and got the work that they needed. So Twins cruise into the final home game of the regular season tomorrow. Once again, lineup card at 11-3, first pitch at 12-10. Medina for the A's, Sonny Gray for the Twins. Big thanks to Chris Tubbs for all his help tonight. Always great to work with Chris. Uh, Twins get a win on a lovely night at Target Field. Just four games to go in the regular season. Then the playoffs begin Tuesday. Opponent to be determined. Game time to be determined. But you'll hear them all here on the home of the Twins. News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. Good night. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.